Good evening. Good evening. What's red and bad for your teeth? I don't know, Mark. What is red and bad for your teeth? A brick. <laughs> Gonna be a bit like this show. <laughs> and welcome to one of those weeks. A very good evening, Mark, and welcome back, and a good evening to all our listeners. Good how evening, are you? Good right? evening. I'm very well. How are you? Not too bad. It's been uh, very cold this week, hasn't it? It's been just a bit. Minus it... five. We got two the other night. Whoa. Yeah, it's been freezing. It's been cold at work. We've been we've had fires all week. We've been um... not on a golf course. <laughs> we've well, we've been so busy because we we're doing a lot of. Um, Bunker works, a lot of turfing works, and obviously you, you can't lay turf when it's minus five, minus four, no. five. So we've been uh, postponed for a week. And when we, was it? What storm was it just recently? Oh, it's got a funny name, hasn't it? The storm a besh or something like that, is it? Or something like that. Something like that. The one that we just had. Uh, oh, out for you. There's a lot of damage to the course, and it took yeah. a lot of trees down. So we're only just managing to get to tidy up the mess that that storm left. So we're um, and there's a new cool. one. There's a new one coming this weekend, isn't there? Storm Aisha. Storm Aisha. Oh, is it? Been, is, is it Aisha? So, yeah. And I, I know. I know. Sunday into Monday is really bad, isn't it? Yeah, warning of eighty mile an hour winds to batter the UK, and you can't believe it, can you? We go from minus five to God knows whatever eighty mile an hour winds and rain and. Oh, the fun of living on a little island. Oh, how marvellous it is. It, 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 being, met, being met with eastern and western weather fronts, it's uh, it's lovely, isn't it? As well as eastern and western politics, it's just great fun. All oh, 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 my days. Honestly. Yeah. So, how has your week been, Mark? Um, very nice. Yeah, very nice. I'm going back to do a little bit of teaching next week. Um, oh, lovely. Just, just a couple of afternoons uh, helping out at school because they're uh, in need of, well, they must be desperate if they're asking me, but yeah, they're in need of some teachers to just help out with some year 11s, getting them through their GCSEs, which is really important this time of year. So I said, yeah, more than happy to help. So uh, I'll be going in to sort out a couple of classes for them. Uh, and apart from that, bits and bobs, you know, bitting and bobbing, helping people doing odd jobs and you need just keeping me hand in. How about you? Uh, not too bad. Um, obviously, it's been very stressful with the news that we had two weeks ago. Um, but uh, as as the universe has worked out, today uh, is a good day. Is a good day. My girlfriend got all excited. There as there's a property that's come on the market, the rental market, one street over from where we are. Oh, brilliant. It's it's a three bedroom. It's a semi detached. It's got a it's got a garden, so we're very we're very happy with that. We're, the letting agency is phoning us tomorrow, so fingers crossed. Um, 
You should get priority though, having a, a little one, I would have thought, right? Yeah. yeah. And the the letting agency that is this new house is the letting agency that we're currently with. So right. they know the situation. So and they have said they'll help us. So like, like you just said, we, we should get priority. Um so uh, we've got a big move all of one street hopefully fingers crossed excellent news excellent well same with uh, my son my lad's just been to look at the property today and hopefully he will be moving in at the end of the month so that's good news as well because he was going to be homeless otherwise but as uh, is, is he been evicted as well he's well he's landlord selling the property so he's got to move out no options so that's it you know i'm selling at the end of the month that you move oh, okay cheers it must be a thing because um Charlene, my girlfriend, spoke to, I can't remember who she spoke to, one of her cleaning clients. And everyone's selling at the moment because obviously prices are so uh, high. Um, are they high? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're going ridiculously high. So everyone's, all the landlords and landladies are selling up, leaving everyone homeless. And everyone's scrapping for that last breadcrumb of a property that's left <laughs> yeah it, it's well he went to look at one and they said oh you know we know about this one um because we knew the people that were in the place and they were moving out and so we thought oh we'll be first in line then first in first dibs you know that sort of thing oh no no even though we know that you're the first person to contact us we will be putting it out to blocks of eight people to go around and do a viewing and then we pass it to the landlady and they will decide who will get the property okay that's how it works is it i see fair enough so yeah, yeah. well landlord has choice landlord landlady has choice of uh, who's going to move in regardless of whether you were there first or very last well it also uh, helps if you have the readies ready <laughs> yeah uh, which we very fortunately do so yeah. Um, we can make an offer pretty much straight there and then. So um, that's in our favour. Uh, it's, it's actually got parking as well. It's a little driveway in the front. Oh, that's good. Which is nice. So It's all karma, isn't it? It's nice to know the universe, hopefully, will come back and help you. Eventually. So, so. Uh, I'm a big believer in that. and uh, I'm, on a, I'm on a very spiritual path in my life at the moment. So oh, I've, I've noticed. <laughs> I'm hoping it could, obviously we've had three bad things so now I'm hoping the universe is going to smile on us and have three good things yeah it's karma it's a balancing act isn't it I think. speaking of spirituality Mark did you happen yeah. to see that post that I put up on our well I was going to say that your girlfriend has lovely orbs but I thought that would be out of place so I'm going to say yes they are lovely orbs floating around above uh, the cot what's happening there then is that a little chink of light coming through a bedroom curtain so we've had reflecting a massive... on a lens yeah so we've had a massive debate this week we i got up at i didn't have a very good night's sleep and i got got up about half past four i think it was wednesday or thursday morning i think it was wednesday morning and the thing is with 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 our son's room um We've had a lot of, you know, Mark, we've had a lot of activity in this house. Oh, no, steady on, steady on. This is <laughs> <laughs> under 18 programme. We don't know. Well, you know. Yeah, sorry. We so, know the birds and the bees and now our little James arrived. So carry on, go on. Yeah, sorry. I do apologise. <laughs> if, if new listeners are with us, uh, last year 
we had a lot of spiritual paranormal we'll call it paranormal activity where it got to a point where it got so bad things were moving around the house we were getting things thrown at us uh we had to call in the uh priest father robbie and he came to us anyway uh we always see things floating about above James's Arsenal's cot. So, um, and they just it just kind of like zips about. So you could say, oh, that could be like a little fly or something. Yeah, that could, that could be a moth catching <clears throat> the light or whatever. Uh, yeah, it, it, I, I'm always first to discredit things because that's you know I like I like to see full proof. I like to before I say, oh, that's that. I like to think, okay, I've exclude x y and z so normally when stuff does fly around in this cot um it, it, it could be a little fly or like you just said it could be a little moth or something or or like my stepdad said a speck of dust now i don't know how intelligent specks of dust are but i don't think they're intelligent have you seen the footage mark yeah i have yeah yeah so I don't think specks of dust are in, as, as intelligent as what is on that video. No, unless it, it's got caught in a little mini whirlwind. Because on that video, <laughs> I, I'm just literally I'm, uh, scrolling on our feed now. I'm watching the video now, and it's coming in. It's hovering. It's literally just staying there and hovering. A little bit of energy. Does does actually James say anything, um, or does he notice anything different? Because he, you see, I'm I'm a great skeptic, um, as you well know, yeah. Uh, and I will try and debunk any myth with with obviously reason and logic and and whatever science is around there. But but when my little lad was born, uh, and when he started speaking, when he was around about James's age, actually just around two weeks. He started speaking and he used to say, oh, I've just been talking to granddad. Um, yeah, no, you haven't because granddad's been dead for you know a good year now. Oh, no, you know, he came to see me and he's he spoken to me. And this is he was getting older as well. But yeah. it was it was one morning when he was going on three and a half, four. Uh, so his brother would be eight. And we were all sat around the breakfast table. And he said to my wife, he said, Mummy, what do you call those houses that are all joined together? And I said, what do you mean? He said, well, you go in the front door and you come out the back door on the next. I said, oh, a terraced house, a terraced house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, me and my old dad, we died in that. I said, what? And we all just sort of stopped. And <laughs> poor old Oliver was mid-bite through his, his breakfast. Yeah, we died. He said, um, there was a fire and we couldn't get out. He said, don't worry, I've come back to be your baby now, mummy. Yes, that is that is uh, it. Was... Okay. It... Now that is to me was very very spooky, and that's my one one um, campfire ghost story that I love telling the kids when we were out camping. And uh, but he he did have an inordinate amount of good luck when he was a little lad. He would know things. Uh, the phone would ring, and he said, "Oh, that's Grandma calling now." I'm sure yeah. if it was, or it would, you know, he would say to to my wife, "He said, oh, Daddy's coming home. He'd be home in a minute.' No, he's not. He's working late. Next minute, my car would turn up and on beyond the drive. He said, "See, Daddy's here." And she, how does he know that? And what's going on? 
but we used to go around the shopping center around the supermarket with him and he'd point at things come can, can we get this my old dad likes these and we just ignored it at first until obviously this comment came out about my old dad and him dying in a fire and he's come back to be my baby so very very weird very weird but very strange you should write a, a book about that mark but there could be there could be a little tv series in that couldn't there definitely uh reincarnation but the, i've just watched the footage now if any of our listeners you can follow us on uh, we are on x it's uh it's at weeks underscore pod you can see the footage it's up there marvelous uh, little uh, post in there yeah i think that's wonderful on old x we're yeah. there you we we are us. there. Uh, like I say, it'd be nice if, I, if 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 you could comment on it or whatever. But um, it it just sets out a little bit of intelligence. Now my my girlfriend, she she says, oh, it's, it's it's a bit of dust hanging from the hanging down. I'm like, dust doesn't move like that. Dust doesn't it, it it doesn't float in and out. It doesn't hover. It it just goes, doesn't it? That's yeah. Um, yeah, well, she should know though. With her, her occupation, she will know about these things. Though you see, you, you mustn't remember, you know, to to argue with. Her. Don't argue with her. She who knows these things. I'll, I'll never argue with a cleaner. <laughs> never, never, ever, ever argue with a cleaner. One that keeps your house nice so, and tidy. So you can't absolutely. say there's specks of dust up there because that is the wrong thing to say to her. Definitely. Yeah, <laughs> well, to be fair, we 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 do do we do. Um, do we do share the chores in the house? Uh, we, Good lad. We try to keep on top of it as much as you can. Having a toddler, uh, <laughs> that just it is a little whirlwind and trash. Oh yeah, <laughs> we've had two of those. I know what you mean. Two of them. So yeah. um, I, I read a very interesting article uh, again on X. Actually, um, the former James Bond star landed in hot water the other the week. Or a couple of weeks ago, he Who's that, then? Pierce Brosnan has pleaded not guilty to hiking in a restricted area of Yellowstone National Park. Oh, he's a bad lad, isn't he? So I think he thought he could go wandering, not have anything happen to him, but no, he's well, he's, he's Bond, James Bond. But uh, uh, a writer actually commented on it, saying the 007, the 007 status doesn't designate you can walk anywhere you want <laughs> yeah so i just found that interesting just as a little uh little article there yeah i've well we, we can digress. i mean i'm not going to let this die because it is still ongoing the post office i will not let it die um because we've got to keep it alive and we've got to keep this uh compensation coming for all those innocent postmasters and mistresses absolutely um, but Fujitsu has said that it has a moral obligation to foot part of the cost without saying how much it's prepared to pay. The compensation bill, though, is expected to total more than a billion pounds now. A billion pounds. And so it should, because these poor guys, they've lost years of their life and suffered and what have you. And uh, post, office, post Office Chief Executive Nick Reed has said that the company uh, still not got to the bottom of what happened to the cash paid by these sub postmasters and mistresses where did that money go because lots of them actually had to put in their own money at the end of a week to make the profits right to make the balance good so some of them were spending like 1500 pounds to several thousands pounds 
just to balance their books at the end of the week. Yes. And they were putting their own savings in that. And they said, where's it going? And he said, well, it could have been part of the hefty numeration packages that went to the executives. What? It's ridiculous. So they, all these executives were getting these top bonuses because they were in profit and they were only making massive profits because the poor old sub postmasters and mistresses were subsidising. They were putting their own money into that. Oh, man, it's, the, honestly, the deeper you dig into this, the more disgusting it gets. Well, the, 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 the conspiracy as well, I don't know how this is true, uh, is it Fujitsu? With a, is, is that the company behind the computers? Yes. That is owned by Rishi Sunak's wife. No. Well, she might have, her family might have shares in it. I, so I, I think they've got shares in it, yes. But... Uh, They've well, it wouldn't surprise me because th- since uh, it sort of come to light, in, even in 2015, Fujits have been warded, awarded millions and I mean millions of pounds worth of contracts with the government, yeah. knowing that, that they know that this, well, the government plead that they didn't know because the post office lied to them. So they're saying that they, you know, uh, Ed Davies said that the uh, post office lied to him. Uh, about the goings on, the shenanigans that were happening with the Fujitsu software. So that's why they kept winning contracts. And uh, you just think this is just, it's rotten to the bottom of the barrel, this thing is. And somebody in government, well, somebody certainly at the post office, I believe, somebody certainly at the post office ought to go to prison for this. There ought to be prison sentences handed out to these miscreants in the post office there's got to be because they knew they were covering up lots of information lots of things they even employed one poor lady who was from Cleveland in good old Lancashire uh she was a sub postmistress there in Cleveland and she obviously kept very good books and she was good a good at accounting and knew that things weren't adding up right with Fujitsu so she called in a computer expert and a computer expert had actually looked through the site and said, yeah, there's faults with this. It's not working right. There's something wrong. Uh, and then challenged it and it was beaten down. And that was in 2013. So 10 years ago, they knew that there were computer faults. But this expert was uh, basically told that he was worthless and uh, his um, admissions were not backed by any substance uh, and therefore they discredited him, publicly discredited him. So he went with his tail between his legs. So, oh, well, have I made a mistake then? You know, I'm arguing with Fujitsu. Maybe they do know better. And he, and he started doubting himself, but he was right all along. Yeah. It's, it's, a, and it's, oh, I think dear. it's one of the biggest massive miscarriages of justice uh, ever. Ever to, the, to ever. innocent people. Yeah, it is shocking. And I don't know how, I mean... I don't know how if you've spent the last 20 years of your life feeling that, uh, I mean, some of these guys are saying that they've been spat at, they've been sworn at because they've been stealing what people said, oh, you're stealing pensions, money and blah, blah, blah. So they've been spat at in public. They've been, you know, all sorts of humiliation thrown at them. Uh, How do you get that back? Uh, How do you get your investment? I mean, Alan Bates basically poured a load of his money to buy his little post office. And when he, challenged them at the very beginning when he challenged them they wouldn't listen to him so they took his post office off him that was it because he wouldn't play ball with them and he disagreed with them they took his post so he lost all his money all his investment that was it gone it's it's so sad and and i I do think i think um what was who was the woman that's handed back a uh her uh, her honor well should do paula venels 
I think um, I think she should be investigated. Uh, yeah, and, and like Absolutely. you just said, if need... and the girl underneath her as well, who was a communications expert, she should be definitely. So even if it's suspended prison sentence, there should be something there. But it shouldn't be suspended, in my opinion. It shouldn't be, because they were prepared to send those postmasters and mistresses to prison, and they did go to prison. There's seven hundred of them that were imprisoned. And they didn't think twice about it. So why we should have any compassion for anybody in the post office that ought to be in prison, I, I, I don't. And that, that I think they should get an, a lengthier sentence, to be honest, because they knew about it and covered it all up. So yeah. anyway, yeah. there well, they, we go. They need to get off. Oh. I'm glad you've got that off your chest, Mark. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go on a bit of a rant in a moment. But I, I, I do um, fully agree with you. I think the people at the top of Fujitsu need to be held accountable and uh, correctly punished if needed. Absolutely. And, yeah, it it be exposed to these shambles that it actually was. Go on then, what's your rant? So, uh, Davos this week, the oh, famous yeah. Davos, um, has hosted once again the World Economic Forum's annual... With good old Klaus annual get-together. So, I'm going to ask you, Mark, and I think I've asked you, what is your view on Klaus Schwab? Who do you think he is? He's, um, he wants to reset the world power, doesn't he? That's his agenda. Resetting the world. Uh, and it, it all needs to be sort of charged again and, and sorted out. He, um, he's... I don't know enough about the guy, because he's suddenly come in my opinion, because I only just started following it recently, obviously because of things that have been happening. So I don't really know. I need to dig in more into his history and his depth and find out what he's, he's guilty of and what uh, his agenda is in, in total. You probably have read a little bit more than I have. Yeah, so obviously I've been down several rabbit holes with Mr. Schwab. Uh, <laughs> obviously he, with, with his age, he... He wasn't a Nazi officer, I don't think, because he was too young to be a Nazi officer. But he went around with a Nazi officer, helping them take away. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm getting this right. Uh, basically, evicting Jew, Jewish families from their home. Mm -hmm. uh, he's been questioned on this, and he seems to be fine with it. He doesn't have a problem. Um, he well, there's, your, there's your first point of issue, isn't it? <laughs> really? Yeah. <clears throat> and he has been caught several times say, saying that the one thing he's proud of the most of the WFEF is that they've infiltrated governments across the world. Mm. That's my biggest problem is that lunacy of globalism is attacking sovereignty. Well, I don't think it will, is it? Because haven't North Korea just had discussions with Russia? So uh, that's going to be interesting to see what happens there. I know, I know uh, Mr Putin has his sights on Mr Schwab and he's basically told him if you start interfering with my country you will know about it yeah but, well there's, there's been a leading NATO official who said that civilians and armed forces in the west 
in the West need to be prepared for the outbreak of a war with Russia that would demand significant changes to their lives. Uh, I think it's all... But where, where... What does that mean then? What are they digging at there? Exactly. What are they trying to tell us? And where, where, has, where does he get his authority from? He's not, mm. he's not an elected figure. He's not a president. He's not a prime minister. He's not, a, he's not a, in charge of a country. The World Economic Forum is nothing. On the grand scheme of things, it is nothing. And the most interesting thing about the WEF is I think I, I know what happens. I think the politicians go to Davos. Well, I, I don't think this. I think this has been recorded. Someone posted on X that every single escort agency, a sexual agency, had been booked out for a whole week while Davos was on, while that event was being hosted. And I think they're just playing with whatever and, and catch them, and, and the, then the bribery starts. Yeah. Because you think about it, all these lunatic policies that are being pushed through, all these, all these uh, boats that are coming over, all the, all the immigration that's happening in America, it's just, it's just, it doesn't seem normal, does it? It doesn't seem right. Well, have you seen the uh, the latest that they're they're reckoning? Was it on the Daily Mail? I think have got this expose about China now as well, and and creating another new virus, disease X. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, I've posted, that's a bit worrying. I've posted a few things on our on our socials. Um, so Matt Wallace is a journalist on X, and he one day ago posted Clash Bar reportedly met with the CEO of Pfizer, Alberto Vola, I hope I pronounced that right, for more than three hours behind closed doors in Davos. Albert announced this week that he bet his entire pension on the Pfizer stock. <laughs> it's, it's a wonder, doesn't it? It's so obvious, and, and then uh, Mr Wallace has gone on to say, it's so, so obvious that they are going to try and release a disease before the election this year because they do not want Trump back in power. That yeah. is, disease X is will be manufactured, and it will. Why be... are they frightened of Trump getting back in power? Because no, I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm pro or against Trump. I just wonder why they're scared of him getting back in power. I know I know some of the things he said are a bit stupid, but. He actually just come out with some things that you could possibly think, is he telling the truth about these guys then? Yes, he will expose the entire... You go back, was it on last week's pod where we talked about the Jewish tunnels? Yes. The, that was also suspected of being used for trafficking, child trafficking, paedophilia and all that... Well, they mentioned mattresses it found in there with bloodstains on them and everything, didn't they? Yeah, and if and apparently I read somewhere this week that they, they sealed them up without a question and they reckon that they've trapped hundreds of people down there. They've just sealed them up. But I think Trump will expose all this. Mm. I, think, I think Trump will arrest Clinton, both Clintons. Uh, I think Trump will initiate... Uh, 
term lengths, whether you're whatever you are serving, you have eight years. Whether you are Senate, whether you are Congress, like eight years. Because some of the people in that Senate have they've been there for seventy years. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Well, I mean, look at Biden. Really, he, he can't even string a sentence together properly, can he? Now, Biden. No, seventy <laughs> years, and what have they achieved? The yeah. country is worse. It's 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 so stupid. So he's introducing term lengths. They're basically the, the elite do not like Trump. They do not want to lose power, and Trump will come in, and Trump will serve the American people. He will yeah. not. He will not serve himself. I don't think. I don't know. Well, he doesn't need to. He's wealthy enough, isn't he? He's got enough of his own personal wealth. Exactly. So I think that's uh, that's possibly think, one of the agendas. I don't think. I don't think. I, I don't know. I don't know the man. I don't know him. But I think he wants to serve his people. I think he wants to make. I don't want to say that slogan, but I think he wants to make America. <laughs> make them. We're going to make America great again. And I think. I think Generally does, but it's only like if a British. Uh... We started saying that even Sunak said we want to make Britain great again. Yeah, so... he's used it. He's used it as well. So yeah, it's it's following on. I feel I think once Trump is in, I think all the elite, that includes Hollywood and all the rumours that are surrounding Hollywood at the moment, uh, I think Trump is coming after him, and I think Trump is going to expose him. And I think that is why they are all scared. And that is why they don't want him in. And I just I just hope that nothing serious happens between now and November. Mm. If you know what, I'm, I don't want to allude to it because if I say it, it might happen. But <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I mean, they've had opportunities though, haven't they? Really, I mean, since he's... Since he's been out of his presidency, I mean, I know he's no, he's still, when you become an ex-president, you're still known as President Trump, you know. Mm. Um, so they have had opportunities with which, if they needed to remove him, in quote marks, they could have done, and they haven't, because he wouldn't have had the you know, same amount of security around him as he had when he was an active president. Yeah. But... Um, I don't know. Are are they really that scared of him? Are they are they worried they that he might say something, or or is he just a loose cannon because he 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 hasn't got the mental capacity to rein it in, and he just says what comes to his head. I mean, telling people to drink bleach in COVID was one of his most stupid things, and also saying what well, what what's wrong with grabbing a woman by a pussy? You know that, that it, it, no, you don't say these sort of no. things if you're. If you're a world leader, that's not the sort of thing that should come out of your mouth. Maybe if you're an ordinary bloke and you're being pissed up in a pub and you have no respect for women, you might come out with something like that, but not when you're a world leader. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. That's why I say I'm on the, I'm on the fence with him. I can't, I can't understand where he goes. I can't understand him as a character, as a person, really. I think that's the difficulty I have with it. I don't understand him <clears throat> because he is so volatile. But isn't that good, though? Isn't that what you want from a world leader? You, yes, I think... I want needs... a bit of stability. I want somebody to know, yeah. I know I can trust. I certainly didn't trust Boris. I wouldn't trust him again if he got in. I don't well, think I, I trust Sunak, to be totally honest. I think he's got his own agenda, and his family will certainly get their own agenda, and they're feathering their own nest. I wouldn't trust him. I don't trust, <laughs> I don't, uh, Boris let everyone down. Obviously, that you just said, Trump, Trump's Trump. But I think Trump once Trump's reigns himself in, he will. I think 
America will be one of the greatest nations on planet Earth again. Um, uh, but you see, uh, I've, I've got this problem that uh, America say all this sort of stuff and we're going to be a great nation. Who are they to dictate on planet Earth what is right and what is wrong? Exactly. Who are they? Who are they? To why is why is the Muslim faith not the right faith to go forward? Why is it not the Middle East that should be the great power? Why is it that Russians shouldn't be the great power of the world? Who's to say why why are we fed all this indoctrination that Russia is such a bad place? China is a place that's going to try and take us. Why are we fed all this misinformation? And America is the one that saves the world. All this bloody Hollywood shit. The way you get them. You know, if anybody's going to save the planet Earth from aliens, it's the Americans that are going to, because they are God-given and they will do... Who's to say they're right every single time? It's... Look at Vietnam. They weren't right there, were they? Exactly. And this is this is my, my um, problem I have with, like you've just said, Mark, with indoctrination and that we're fed an image or a vision um, of what to believe and what to think. <laughs> And I, you know, Putin. What Putin says might be right. Uh, what whoever else says might be right. Why should we follow that narrative? Exactly. I want to listen to everybody's story again. We're down to what we said last last lesson. Last last lesson. <laughs> last You're pod. in teaching mode already, Mark. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm getting ready for next week. But it's it's like we did. We we spoke about it. And we said that. You know. Yeah. Give me your impressions. You give me your impressions. Give me both sides. Let me make my mind up. Don't tell me which I should follow. Correct. Absolutely. 100% correct. So we talked a bit about my... I'm, I'm going to close up because I've, I've, I've got a few bits to do. Uh, we talked a bit about last week that potentially we're going to go on a YouTube live. Oh, see our fizzogs. Once a month. Uh, we'll an, ugly, an ugly mush. We'll see how it goes. But uh, the figures are, are going well. So thank you to everyone for tuning in and listen to us rambling um where can they find you mark where can you find me uh, what do you mean where can you find me i'm at home <laughs> on socials on socials i ben i'm old i don't do socials <laughs> i don't even know what they are <laughs> okay well you can find me on all socials at floor director and and you can find me and at what is it one of those weeks, yes, yeah. One of it's no, it's uh, at weeks underscore pod on X. We have there, you go. We haven't got um, I'm on there, aren't I? Yeah, aren't I on there? You're at Mark Tutsal 01. If there, you go. If see? you want to follow Mr. Mr. Mark, and if you want to see, <laughs> you, you won't see anything exciting, unfortunately. If you do, <laughs> <You're just laughs> I don't post very often, do I? Conspiracy post if you follow me, um. Well, yeah. Hey, have we seen the latest before you go? Have we seen that latest about um, what am I talking about? If I say dragon fire, do you know what that is? That sounds familiar. Yeah. What do you think it could be when. Oh, hold that thought, Mark. Should we have this uh, episode on a bit of a cliffhanger? Well, I don't know. I want to say because it, it'll be old news by next week. Go on, then, quickly. Go on. Quickly. Yeah, dragon fire. If you remember, David Icke mentioned stuff about things being shot out of the sky and blah, 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 and all this, sort of the other, and everybody's boo-booing him as a bloody idiot. Yeah. And it's quite funny that I've just gone on to X and looked at Klaus Schwab and also the other people that you might like to follow uh, or look at, you might be interested, is Robert J. Uh, Robert F. Kennedy, yeah. Radio Genoa, 
and David Icke. There you go. Um, but anyway, I follow yeah. all three. There, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So lasers uh, are going to, is an intense beam of light yeah. that can actually fire from Earth up into the sky and take out at this moment in time. This moment in time, they can cut through a, laser, a drone and bring it down. Now we're not talking like little my little DJI drone that I fly up in the sky. We're talking proper serious military drones here. They can cut through and disable them and, and blow them up. Basically, it's um, a line of sight weapon that can engage with any visible target at the speed of light. The MOD has recently announced its intention to fund a multi-million pound program to transition the technology from research environment to the battlefield. Well, there's your title of the next... There's one cliffhanger for you for next week. Both the Army and the Royal Navy considered using this technology as part of their future defence capabilities. And do you know how much it costs per shot? Over a billion. A ten quid. Wow. This is why they're interested. £10 <laughs> a shot to blast something out of the sky. I want one of these. Well, there's your title for the next James Bond film, Dragonfire. Dragonfire. Cool, isn't it? I've just come out with it. Dragonfire. You heard it here first. That's it. On one of those weeks. On one of those weeks. And if uh, Barbara Broccoli happens to use it, we'll be giving her uh, agent a quick tinkle, I would have thought. We've mentioned it first. <laughs> Dragonfire is going to be the title of the next Bond movie. We got it first. And the, and the villain's plot will be to destabilise the world using this uh, militarised space uh, laser. Yeah, that the, the, the baddies are trying to get hold of. That's what they're going to get hold of it before we've had chance to use it properly. Yeah, yeah, um, and use it against us. Oh, do you see? We're writing it already, Ben. We're writing it. All right then, Mark. I'm going to shoot off. Uh, <laughs> have a good weekend. And, you too, mate. Uh, enjoy the pod, everyone, and we will hopefully see you same time next week. And it's good night from him, and it's good night from me. Good night, Mark. Good night. Bye. Bye.